Fam, the echo is not from me. Don't just assume that the echo is from me. Is it gone? I know, I know, I know I'm the one in Nigeria, yeah? (laughs) The echo is not from me. Anything that happens, we're going to say it's from David. It's Nigerian internet. I'm actually so glad. No, you don't understand something. I'm so glad that you guys, your internet tripped. As in, that just gave me a lot of joy. But think about it. Was that really us or was that uh you? (laughs) <laughs> internet kick the internet well exactly between, between me and you guys who who had to refresh hello did you even notice did you even notice how smooth my transition between devices was i did <laughs> I'm, coming I'm, I'm coming with facts <laughs> anyway so yeah hi guys it's your host matilda and your host hadiza and your other host imamam and you're listening to the Africalypso podcast. Hadiza, you're from Kogi? Yeah, I, I'm Ibiradob. Okay. Um, I was about to ask... Right, right, right. Are you actually Hausa? Do you just speak the No, language? no, no, no. You know, I, I mentioned I'm not, I'm from the north, so I'm actually Tera. That's my mm. tribe. Oh, okay. That's my, that also doubles as the name of my language. So we speak Tera as mm-hmm. a people. Do um, you speak that? Uh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I only know come and that's Akbo. And I think, um, good morning, Lalima or something like that. That's about as far as my mastery of Tera goes, but I'm fluent in Hausa. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just saying how I understood what you said. I'm sorry? No, I said I was just saying how I understood a little bit of what you said. Um, I guess when you were not here. But oh, right. um yeah. I was just going to say like you don't you don't meet people that come from Gombe State every day. Just saying No, you really don't. I that's when he was like I'm Tera, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've never actually heard that before. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's usually my experience every time I meet new people. Yeah, it's like Agombe, what's me, that? That is you're the, you're the only you're the only person, you're the first person I've ever met, you know, mm-hmm. from so that's 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 a particular, I guess, honor for me. <laughs> Do people just generally to... not migrate out of Gombe or like when they migrate, they um, migrate to like other parts of the north? So I think the north generally speaking, and I don't think this is particular to Gombe State, although Gombe State being one of the should I say less talked about unknown uh, I'll, I'll say Gombe is one of the minority states in the north, you mm-hmm. know, just in terms of what people are used to, what people know, you know, people who make the news, really. Uh, so I, I think the north generally has that thing, you know, where for the most part, a lot of its populace kind of remain at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would only find a small section of its, you know, largely its elite leaving the shores. Uh, for, well, first of all, going outside of the north. And then so secondly, you're saying you're elite, aren't you? <laughs> I see what you did um, there. No, well, I, I wouldn't. I'm I wouldn't joking. say I'm elite, but I recognize my privilege. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah. So I will not. Uh, I will not deny that I exist in a space where a lot of people <laughs> or a lot of my kin do not yeah. move around that and often. So, that's what I mean, you, 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 did, you did them proud coming all the way to Canada now. So. Fam, moving to Lagos is a big deal in my place. So. Yeah. Oh wow. Lagos is yeah. Lagos is, is still you know you know that big city vibe. 
they see like all those Nigerian movies. I'm going to the city. I'm going to the city. Yeah. It's crazy it's how still, a lot of people has still that feel effect. that way even now. Yeah. It still yeah. has that effect on 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 people. Yeah. And and but you know what's funny too at the same time is you know when I talk like this you probably expect that you know maybe when you go to Gombe you know all you will find is huts and no, it's no, not. Really. That's not. That's not the case. To be honest, no. I, I mean, that I don't. I, I'm trying to address or attack the possibility that what I have said now creates that perception. Oh, idea. That's not yeah. the case, mm-hmm. right? You go and see. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, Gombe City. So Gombe is the capital of Gombe. There's a city in Gombe State called Gombe. Mm-hmm. You know. Gombe, Gombe. Uh, and, yeah, Gombe, Gombe. your states, states and capital. States and capital. Um, um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic place, fantastic city. I mean, Lagos doesn't have good roads the way Gombe has good roads. Really? Mm, that's the thing chest. about the yes. north, too, I Yes, that's the thing about yeah. the north. And I was going to say this, generally oh, yeah. speaking, the north, the north actually has good roads. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, you know, but of, of course, you know, we still have yeah, I was thinking weather, about that. I mean, yeah. So it's when it's hot, it's really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's cold, it's, we also we, so it's like extremities, so to say. Um, the hammer times like in Canada. Lagos are not as harsh. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, yeah, I yeah, I was like, oh. but, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. The the weather is not as erratic as I, I think the Canadian experience is. But um, yeah. Okay, guys, welcome to the show. It's all of us here, and we are joined by two guests, Ivike. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we're also joined by David. You've probably heard a lot about David now. Hi, guys. Hi. So, Ivike, can you share point, a little yes. bit as well? Hi, Generally, where are you from? What's your own background, too? <laughs> My background story. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, for me, like, I grew up in Potakot. I'm Potakot girl. Shut up! Same! Same, 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 wow, you've got your noise here. We're the majority, Okay, how does that body that? If you're not, if you're, you're not a real Potaka girl, then, because you would have felt that jam. <laughs> I would have felt it. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Potaka first daughters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I But yeah, um, I, I, I was in Potaka for till I was about thirteen. And uh, then we moved to France at some point. Ooh. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I was I was there for about two and a half, three years, and then from there I moved to to Canada. You know, Do that you was speak back French in two thousand and nine. I'm losing it actually; it's getting rusty. Um, but I mean, I can still concord it. You know, if I just listen to, listen to some or watch some French movies and everything, everything will come back. You know, mm. but it gets rusty when you don't you, when you don't speak often, right? Yeah. So well, back then it was it was quite it was quite decent. Mm. Um, but yeah, moved to Canada CIC, uh, two thousand nine. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> maybe we need context for that for the listeners. But yeah, yeah. Like, CIC is like the one school at least back then that. And if you're coming to Canada from Nigeria, that's where you're going. It's I your mean, transition. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was oh, yeah. Yeah. David, did you do any yeah. of those? No, I went to um Great Lakes. A school in Windsor. Wow. I went to Saint Cecile. It's huh? actually yeah, it was a private school. 
my dad was ruling with some higher mighty people. So he uh, went to spend a lot of money sending me to uh, private high school. He said um, CIC I mean, is too lowly for us. No, no. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not pronounce or attempt to pronounce the full name of the school because I'm embarrassed myself. My French is like literally zero. Oh, it's a French, um, school, French school. I mean, it's it, the name is in French, mm. but it's not necessarily French school. Mm. Yeah, okay. Okay. interesting. Yeah, Matilda, I'll, I'll text, just I'll stop. I'll text. I'll text IBK the name of the school so she can help us. She can put us. Yeah, yeah. Translator. Let me just do that. <laughs> right, but um, um, yeah, that's where I went, and before going to uni. By the way, yeah. secondary school is Academy Saint Cecil International School. It's not that deep. Ah, uh-uh, no. now David. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to take chances. You know, you should leave it. It's, it's good for somebody to be able to recognize their strengths and their weaknesses. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So it's really interesting that you were talking about like migrating out of Gombe and stuff because I was even gonna segue from when you were talking about it, but we're talking about NYSC because you guys boasted that you did uni here and then you went back for NYSC, which is mm-hmm. in my opinion very brave. Very <laughs> because a lot of people put it off and I guess we can start by doing like just a short history brief history for people that don't know what NYSC is it's the National Youth Service Corp in Nigeria and it was founded in 1973 by the government of Yakubu Gowon and it's very significant because I don't know if you guys know about the Biafra War yeah, but, yeah, that happened between 1967 and 1970. And like, you know, the con- country was in shatters. Like everybody was like, wherever they were, there are different tribes and everything. So Yakubu Gowon and his government were like, oh, smart idea. Let's come up with like a scheme where, you know, youth will serve the country for a year and they will basically take them out of the states they're in and put them in another state so that they're basically learning about different cultures and to basically like create a Nigerian identity rather than like, you know a A tribal um, one a tribal one exactly because we oh. saw the problems and that's kind of what led to you know the whole um civil war we'll talk about that one in another you know episode. now that i hear the background and the context it kind of makes sense it makes sense yeah yeah. Right. yeah it does i think it does and we'll obviously talk about the weaknesses of it because i think that mm-hmm. it was a good idea but then the execution, execution is lost, poor. Lo, it's been lost in transmission. Exactly. No one even knows why they're doing it anymore. Mm, yeah. True. So, yeah. So, can you guys tell us about your experience? What What drove you there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I begin. For me, you know, um, you know, finishing from from Carlton and um, in the, with the biomedical engineering degree and everything, you know, I don't know. There's this there's this fear that happens, like when you're in your final year of enge- of like any degree, really, like will I find a job? Like what's going to happen? And I'm looking around, you know, some of my friends that had gone ahead of me, some of them had waited a year to get a job. Some of them were just and for me, the idea of that wait of just not knowing what was next was so like scary you know so initially what had happened was um you know i had planned okay i'll do my master's right after i had you know committed to a professor and everything um so when i was done i went back home actually for a bit my dad had like a short internship program for me at total Mm. so i did that for like he had it for you (laughs) wow (laughs) 
wow <laughs> go ahead sorry <laughs> so yeah like you know i just had i did that for a while and then after the experience of that i was like i for sure know i don't want to go into oil and gas like no this is not for me um but i was very very adamant about getting like a biomedical engineering you know experience and so you know i had still planned my master's was still you know okay i'm gonna go back to do the master's in carlton so i went back actually and when i did uh i only spent about a week Damn. back at school and i'm like yo i don't think i want to do this at, at least not right now <laughs> why right now. what about it um i just felt like i wanted because especially going back home that first time like i feel like there was just something that was calling me back i don't know how to explain it it's not my village people <laughs> it's <laughs> your village <laughs> I was about to say, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, I was just, there was just something that was drawing me. So I remember the after the first week, because, you know, like, I think my dad had already paid tuition. And he said to me, it had to be two weeks or something for you to say that you're not continuing so you can get your full refund. So I know I had, mm-hmm. I had to make a very quick decision. So the second week, I called my dad up and I'm like, oh, I don't think I want to do this thing. The first thing he said, is it that boy? Is it eh? that boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always man. So it was man that was calling you back. But it was hard to convince him that, yo, I'm just making this decision. He didn't understand, like, ah, what, what did this girl eat? Like, maybe I should have planned to come back to Nigeria. So yeah. that's how, you know, I decided, you know, I was going to come back. So they're like, okay, so what are you going to do? And then, you know, I was like, ah, maybe I can do NYSC. You know, at least that would give me an opportunity to, you know, find something. And then I did my research and I saw that there were some biomedical engineering com- um, opportunities in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I can, I can probably do this, you know, if I can somehow, you know, get a connection there, which I did. Um, let's see if maybe I can work it out as such that, you know, I can serve with these people and, you know, see what happens. At least just get some, some experience, you know, while I decide, you know, what I want to do for my master's or when I want to do it. So that was how it happened for me. I remember my mom, my, my dad literally sent my mom to Canada, like impromptu, like go and check out. To convince like, There's something wrong with her. Like, go and check up on There's something up. And I'm not a t- date person like like uh, David. <laughs> so when she came over, we just kind of talked through the whole thing. So why do you want to do this? What are your options? You know, so I had done my research to find out like that there are biomedical engineering uh, opportunities in Nigeria. And so, you know, I had kind of somehow convinced them, like, you know what, I could do NYC, see if I can, you know, serve with this, these companies possibly, you know, I, I got connections in there too. And so that's how, you know, we, we, we went forward with that. But it was, I was going to say that it was interesting to see, um, because I know the deadline, the deadline was really close to register. And um, there was no way I was going to fly back before the deadline. Because you know, NYSC, I don't know, David, if you remember, like, you have to... To register, you need to do like some thumbprint with some some special device. Yeah. Usually, people didn't have those in their houses, so you had to go to like a cyber cafe. Exactly. You had to go to, yeah. 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 And in Canada, we didn't have Surge. We didn't. We didn't have the the scanner or whatever. So somehow I did some research. I found one in eBay. I bought it, and I think it was the last one or something like that. So people, yeah. there were some there were some other people in in uh, where was it Winnie, Winnipeg or Windsor? They are both wind names, so I don't remember which one. Uh, but, <laughs> but but they someone reached out to me because they saw I had bought um the eBay one, and they're like, "Yo, we're looking for um, the device to do this." They actually traveled down to Ottawa to use, oh, wow. use yours. Like My. I think I charged them. Self. Like I was like, I'm screaming. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and why is he there to pay me for that job? Yo, but, you know, this people literally get to my house, to register, and everything. And can I see how powerful your research seems to be? I mean, my research Honestly, doesn't have research so skills. Have <laughs> <laughs> <Her> research skills. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was it was quite interesting. And then you know we and then I was quite impressed actually with the portal. I know David can probably testify to this. Like it was it was quite nice. Like you know you you signed up and like it was straightforward. You um you put in your thumbprint and everything. And within days they give you your assignment of where Ooh. you want to you know where where you've been assigned to. You know, so you tell them what options you want and then, you know, they give you your assignment. So I already knew. So I was assigned to, to Airborne State. And I was just like, oh, what kind of rubbish is this? <laughs> what is an Airborne? What is an Airborne? I became. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was quite interesting because I feel like that even supported my dad's ideology. Because the guy who was suspecting I was coming back for, which is kind of strange, um, was actually was from it? Airborne State. Oh, oh God. God. So look at that. <laughs> wow. So there was a guy. There was a guy. It was the guy who was suspected. Suspected, but there was a guy. object of suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, guys, this story IBK is telling, she's told me before. There was a guy. <laughs> so <laughs> IBK, your father's suspicion was correct. Well, yeah. well it was, I, mean, I mean, to an extent, there was, yeah, to some extent. But there wow, was a so guy. men was really do be. <laughs> <laughs> but that was not what was calling me back, Sha. We'll go with that. <laughs> still don't know what called you back, so you know it's I, I thought it's the... so interesting that your dad wasn't really for the NYSA experience. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like literally like my my whole family, like my dad and my mom, they are the ones that like call back call back for NYC. I'm the one that is like Mm-mm. I think it's the time like, she came back, not really like not really the coming back thing. Because I think most Nigerian parents do want you to exactly i think it's the timing like you literally just finished undergrad do you get but that's so, usually when you come back when you no, just finish. Really. Yeah. like Typically. a lot of people come back after they get their pr mm, not the really is, I, personally i think it's uh it depends though for me it's pure, purely financial i feel like if i could go after uni and then come back really sure okay. yeah that's usually where most people go yeah Okay. I'd just be afraid yeah. of losing yeah. out on that work permit time. Yeah, because we have that like a yeah. their work yeah. permit. And but then if, it, if I knew if I knew I could hmm. come back and do masters and then still get that work permit, then I, I mean. Oh, I mean, I would, it's the yeah. that you can even go like yeah. you go for one year, you come back, you still have two years on your work permit. I think it's yeah. the fair. Your dad was probably like, "What if you come back now and you you just don't want to go back at all?" But yeah, yeah I think true. that was that's part of it, and also part. and also the that work is interesting. You mentioned it because the work permit uh, three years expiration thing. They're like, you know, because I didn't even apply for it in the first place. Like yeah. I didn't apply for that work permit, right? And it's yeah. interesting because it was through it was through my job, my working experience with NYSC that I actually got my PR. So <laughs> it worked out for me somehow. Um, yeah, okay. but yeah, yeah. So, Airboy, yeah, and this boy, Airboy, and this boy, and this boy, and this boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> guy was from Airborne State in my head I'm like daddy it's like it's, so it, my dad was That's thinking like ah, maybe the boy will come to Airborne to his village <laughs> but, <laughs> but we all know men has like, come <laughs> David sorry no it's fine go ahead <laughs> David said it's okay it's okay <laughs> but yeah yeah anyways let's 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 pass the mic over to, to David to David at this point yeah okay uh, thank you IBK 
<laughs> thank you, my fellow speaker. <laughs> thank you, thank you, my my co-debater. My co-debater. Hello, Judge. This story is funny. Well, while well, IBK's coming back was by choice. Mine wasn't. <laughs> and it's interesting. Yeah. And, and that probably taints, you know, because I read the, the synopsis for this um, chat. And you guys are interested in knowing why I decided to come back. Well, I didn't necessarily decide to come back. I had to come back. It's interesting because you guys talk about this whole work permit thing, applying for that after school, the whole postgraduate work permit program. So I actually messed up my study permit. And I struggled with whether I should tell you guys this story on this um, podcast. But I mean, what the heck? I figured I might as well just come to and be honest. I messed up my study permit in my final year. So I basically, by doing that, I did not renew it in time. So it was to expire, you know. And there's a long story. IBK talked about my coming to Ottawa to renew my passport. There's a whole background story around how I thought I lost my passport. The expiry date on that passport was what coincided with the expiry date of the, that study permit. Um, I went to Ottawa, got a new passport. A couple of weeks after I got the new passport, I found the old passport in a in an inner pocket of my laptop bag. I had it the whole time. It was in my room right there next to my chair. I just oh, wow. did not know. I'd gone through the stress of going to the police, getting a police report, going to the Nigerian embassy, you know, thankfully getting favored. The woman there just liked me that day and I was actually able to get my passport same day. Anyways, long story short, study permit expires. I was dilly-dallying, dragging my feet, allowing myself to get distracted with a lot of other extracurricular things I was involved in, namely St. Africa and all. Um, I was about um, to ask if there was a woman as well. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, there was a woman eventually, but she was not the reason why. Um, mm-hmm. Just yeah, like I became. So, so all, all, all we need is to find a man or woman that will not move back to NYC. NYC. Is that what it is? There has to be some enticing. Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, you mean in Nigeria? Mm. Yeah. Back in Nigeria, no, no, there was no woman. There was a woman. Okay, in Canada. okay. Oh, okay. Canada. Okay. I thought I thought you were asking the question to say was that why I lost focus and did not. Actually, no, like the like actually no that that was no that was why I was asking the question. Right, oh, and I was responding. Yeah. Are <laughs> you responding? But context. yeah, yes, no, no, no. Yeah, there was a woman, but you know that was not the reason. She didn't make just, you lose focus. You see, women so don't make I, you lose focus. Men on thing, the other hand, I, had, I, had I became no. <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead david actually, sorry david go no, ahead i actually have an explanation for why that is often true what you just said about you know, look at me speaking wise words I'm about to go um, philosophical we want to hear it if i may i reckon this conversation we're just going to be segueing all the time but <laughs> that's okay i think that there is this thing in our society today where i think it's it's patriarchy largely that causes this what i mean by that is if you look at the gender dynamics between men and women you know, and even in the coming together of a man and woman to get married. Oftentimes, a man doesn't need to change a lot about who he is or his personal circumstance because he's getting married. Mm. That's not true for women oftentimes. You know, a woman changes her name, has to move in and live with, live, live, live with the man. You know, a lot of times, you know, in, in, in those setups, if you look at it objectively, you know, a woman's role serves the man more than it serves her within context of your marriage and that is why i think you will find that there are probably more stories of women making life altering or life changing decisions because of a man than vice versa yeah that's mm. just my yeah my my, my thoughts on that. but anyways 
So come back to the story about right that. So passport issues got resolved, even though there was actually no passport issue. Point is, I slacked, I lost focus, um, I allowed myself to get distracted. And what the, the thing I was going to say before we segued was, I suffered in my younger years, and perhaps till now to a lesser uh, degree than before. I'm not scared of consequences in a very foolish way. So I knew the passport had expired, but then there was a grace period of 90 days to submit an application for, sorry, the study permit. Grace period of 90 days to submit an application for a renewal within Canada. I allowed those 90 days elapse. It was on the 91st day that I was then trying to submit the application, at which point I had to leave Canada to get it renewed. So I called my parents. I'm like, see, I brought Shaman. It's a great city. Like, yeah, so I had to leave. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny, but... <laughs> right, right. You know, so that was what happened. You know, so for me, when I finished uni, the only logical step was to come back. Mm-hmm. I could not put in for a postgraduate work permit for those three years and then, you know, transition into getting PR and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So those were the circumstances around my coming back. Having said that, there was also another truth, you know, but it doesn't have as much consequence as the story I've just told in my mm. coming back. So I moved to Canada in 2009. First time I was back to Nigeria since that time was 2013. And, you know, there's this thing about Nigerians that, you know, in the diaspora, you know, there's this love and fervor, you know, we have for Nigeria that... IDGB and that... Right. It's not, <laughs> it's not felt in the same way by, by Nigerians living here. There. Yeah. Yeah, um, true. So I had Very that. True. And then I also studied, so I, I did a double major at UFT, HR and politics. So I was invested in the political process in Nigerian government, in our story, and all of that kind of stuff. And I just smiled when you were talking about the history of, I'm not sure who now, I think it was Matilda was giving us the Yeah, it was Matilda. NYC. You know, I know that story in and out. I've read a lot of books about the Nigeria Biafran Civil War, you know, and it was part of the things that were heavy in my mind at the time, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, Nigeria and the prospects of coming back. So I had this, all this love and this fervor and this fire and this passion, you know, so I knew I wanted to come back, right? That was heavy on my mind. I mean, it may not have been in 2015 when I had to come back, but that was also a factor. You know, there was this love and affinity for wanting to come back and do big things in Nigeria. I even wanting to come oh. back and get into politics, you know? Right, you know, and then when I came back in 2013, that was really my first time engaging my dad in conversation with an adult. I left, I left my, I was 21, I think. Um, yeah, 21, you know, and so we got talking about a lot of stuff that we never really talked about before by leaving at age of, at the age of 17, you know, and then we'll talk about Nigerian politics, we'll talk about the state of our economy, we'll talk about, you know, things that, that had to do with Nigerian consciousness and just the state of things, social issues generally. And he would he would be so angry and so passionate about, you know, all the things that were going wrong in Nigeria and the solutions that we need to fix. So that 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 formed an impression on me. And that and that's to give context to kind of like the conversations I was having that reinforced my passion to want to come back. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course, it was the that's fact why you're in your back of necessity. your mind is not <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I said, I said that's why in the back of your mind that uh, study permit was like last yeah, last. I was like, I bet. Yeah, could have been a subconscious. Yeah. To be honest with you, so because I had time to process, right? There was some time between when it was clear to me that I could not get it and when I actually had to come back. 
right? You know, so I wasn't on my flight back to Nigeria depressed, right? Mm. Because I had already dealt with the, I guess, the Realities. pain of, yeah, the reality of that at an earlier time. Funny enough, the, the, the pain of the opportunity cost of that fully, you know, in my past will come back again in my Nigerian experience, <laughs> you know, and reality going forward. Times when yeah. I'm sitting down in the traffic, coming back from work, mm-hmm. I didn't have a car at the time. So, man, I was roughing it in like down full buses and it's no. just hot and there's traffic on that Lake Epe Expressway and I'm frustrated and like, I'm thinking to myself, but guy, what, what did you do to yourself? Like, why, <laughs> why this? Why, 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 why? Who sent yeah. you to just make this mistake and then this is what it happened? That because guy, my parents, like, my parents were like, my parents were like, Amo, we're not bringing you back home. You're a man now. You will Mad. finish school and you will deal with the consequences of your own actions. But we're not going to crime. spend a dime bringing you back to then spend on another application process. And don't forget, he had already paid school fees for my fifth year in school. Yeah. Right? And this is yeah. U of T's fees we're talking about. They increase fees mm. every year. Yeah, those fees are not right? No, you have <laughs> even before they increased it, bro. Like, like always <laughs> so, I mean, over my five-year career in U of T, my dad spent $130,000 on school fees. I'm absolutely yeah. screaming. I've done the math. Right? Yeah. Do you understand? So, my dad was like, oh, well, well, this is you need your bed, so you will like it. <laughs> you like it's yourself. good though because they're teaching right? you because you talked about right. like not thinking about consequences. Kind of consequences. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so for me, there was really that option of coming back because I would have come back. Maybe it would have taken three to six months. I'll have lost that fifth year. Then I had to go back to then do a sixth year. Who has time for that? You hmm. know. And then even for me, I, I also feel like I didn't really want to interrupt because don't forget that I was already in my fifth year. And I spaced my fourth year because I was doing a lot. You know, it's ironic because I was smart enough to take that decision, but I wasn't smart enough to also understand that the same way I prioritized school in not putting too much on myself because of all the other things I was doing was the also also the same approach I should have taken with, you know, my immigration papers and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, long story short, that was why I had to come back. I don't know if this is a good place to segue into now the NYC experience proper. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then I can give the mic back to my speaker my other speaker Your right? so so <laughs> yeah. so i came back to nigeria and of course the next logical thing was nyc after school so for me it was just a factor of necessity right and even before coming back now in thinking about nyc i was looking for adventure so what was on my mind then was okay you know since i have to come back and do nyc i would like to serve in some remote village somewhere probably as a primary or secondary school teacher, you know, in a village where there's no light or electricity or portable water. I want to be riding a bicycle to class or to school every day. I was looking for <laughs> or looking forward to a that proper experience. experience. It's crazy. Now, I feel like again, that's what I'd want to do as well. Right. Yeah. Again. I mean, like, this is not, on both ends though, but go right. ahead. Sorry. So, remember what I said about the fervor and passion for Nigeria that a lot of us or a lot of Nigerians in the diaspora you know, uh, not I, but yeah. I guess right? you glamorize um, it from afar. You glamorize it from afar, definitely. Yeah. So that was what was playing on my mind, right? Now, I wasn't thinking about the realities of unemployment levels in Nigeria mm. and mm. how, and how really and truly every single opportunity you get as soon as you graduate kind of charts the course for you in terms of where you end up as far as your career goes. I mean, just look at IBK's story when she talked about the fact that the working experience she had during NYC actually informed 
her being able to get her PR and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm, how old am I at that time? 2015 and 23. I'm not really thinking about all of these things, right? So my dad, my, my parents visit me in Canada in the last two weeks that I'm there before I actually have to come back. So uh, we all flew in back to Nigeria together. And then, you know, one day my dad sits me down. We're having a conversation and he tells me, okay, you're going back to Nigeria. He brings out a piece of paper. This is a list of all the possible places where you will serve. Mm. I'm like, what kind of problem is this? Me, I'm thinking I want to go to one uh, 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 secondary village. school in Abakaliki, one village there. You understand? I'm fetching water from the stream. Do you understand? Because that's really what I was looking forward to. And then he gives me a list. And so my dad works with the government now, yeah. right? He gives me a list and it's all CBN, NDIC, <laughs> NUC, NUJ. Do you understand? He actually oh, said focus. Yeah. No, legit. He's like, so I'm going to have conversations with a few people that you end up in one of these places. We were of the impression. I mean, there was a time, I think, when if you were foreign trained, automatically you got posted to either Lagos or Abuja. Or oh, Abuja. Yeah, 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 I heard that. Right? Yeah. I think that's how um, it still is. No, but that's, that's not how, how it was for us, my sister. <laughs> Did you not hear IBK <laughs> said she was... IBK said she got posted to Eboi. You know what, IBK, oh, maybe the NYC true. people knew. That's IBK, true. maybe the NYC people knew of your man. So they were like, let us help her. <laughs> and that was in 2016. I think the first time that that rule did not apply was on my head in 2015. Oh, 2015. Yeah. Because Dang. I came back, went through the process, went to do the whole biometric thing at oh, yeah, the Cyber Cafe. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Well, IBK, what batch what were you in? Um, I was there in December 2015, like November-ish. Okay, so, like so you, you were 2015 batch C. Me. Yeah, something like that. I was, a ba- I was 2015 batch B. Uh, Anyways, so we started, Anyways, we went to camp, <laughs> we went to camp in October. You guys probably went to camp Where Where did December. you get posted, David, eventually? Yeah, I'm telling you a story. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, because we were talking <laughs> about camp already. I was <laughs> like, effect. this story, yeah. yeah. Yes. So I picked a couple of places. No, at the time I, I registered, Lagos and Abuja were no longer available mm. or were, were actually were not even available to me because of my profile. So on the portal, you feel things like where you currently live, the states in which you schooled, which states in Nigeria you have visited. Uh-uh. Um, they yes, ask all of that. They ask, <laughs> yeah, let me so explain why. Remember, remember the, 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 oh, the intention, the intention yeah. for NYC in the first place. It was about national, national and cultural integration. Yeah. Mm. Such that, you know, I mean, because remember, in the in the immediate aftermath of the Nigerian Civil War, or let me even take you back during the Civil War, right? There were a lot. There was a lot of violence in the north against Igbo people. You yeah. Know, targeted attacks. Yeah. And same thing <sighs> in the south against Hausa people. So people had to migrate back to you know their native lands, so to yeah. say. And then the war happened, and so seventy three is three years after the war. There was not I, a lot I can't of, imagine that. Right, I can't be right. I- imagine being Igbo and three years literally after I probably had family members die, you literally say right. I should go to the north again. Right, right, Bro. right. Ah. And I'm sure that in the we'll actually have to discourse, fight. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that in the national discourse, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, these issues probably came up. You know, if, yeah, you, if, probably. You, if you look into it, you probably see a lot of um, criticism against the program at the time, you know, citing this this thing you just talked about. You know, but so the portal, right, collects states where you schooled, both secondary and university, collects states where you lived, collects or asks you for information about states you visited, mm-hmm. right? And it is designed to then post you to either a geopolitical region in the country or a state that you have never visited. 
Yeah. I had never been to the East for anything. Mm. I schooled in Ogo State. I lived in Lagos. It was time we lived in Plato State, so North Central. I'm from the Northeast. So I had Northeast, North Central, Southwest, basically. But right. no East. Mm-hmm. Um, that algorithm did not work for me, because me, Potterford, so, babe, they still posted me to me. Uh, that's South, Ebony. South now. Ebony is Southeast. Yeah, true. Anyways. It worked. So, You've never been there. Right. So I've never been there. I put every uh, so I, I didn't even have Lagos and Abuja, but I wasn't too worried because we we're still thinking, eh, she be a sorry chain. Lagos or Abuja. Lagos or Abuja. And it was perfect. It was perfect because my dad is based in Abuja. He works, works in Abuja. My mom yeah. is based in Lagos. So we had a family house in Abuja, a family house in Lagos. Lagos. Posting came out. I was posted to Abia. Mad screaming. <laughs> Only thing I knew about Abia was my babe what at the happened? time. The woman, oh, uh, do you see? Now, wow, look at that. Woman, I swear, this NYSC yes, people, so, they have, they are tapping so, people's phones. So, I swear. So my, 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 my babe at the time from, from, from Abia. Mm. Wow. Right. wow, there's a correlation. I so I think I understand? have to get, so, so I'm sorry, I just have to get a guy who's from Abuja and then we move. Okay, Got no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I was posted to, I was posted to Abia. You know, and then the way it happens, the posting comes out literally two to three days before you have to go. So October twenty fifth. Wait, sorry, I have a question yes. about that because I've actually heard that before, and Let isn't that just why. so crazy? It's probably so, so you can't contest thing. it. It's though. deliberate, exactly. Yeah. So now I was also going to at some point, you know, raise this, but since we're on the topic, let's talk about it now, since it's come up. So you see the thing with the Nigerian experience, and and this feeds right into one of the objectives of this chat: the fact that we want to talk about whether it is still effective or not, right? I believe that we still need, not necessarily NYC per se, but Nigeria is still in dire need of a program mm-hmm. or something that addresses the issues that NYC was set up to address. Mm-hmm. Those problems still exist today. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if, you take, you know, if you take a very objective assessment of the fabric of this nation, you understand what I'm talking about. Because we still have people clamoring for secession, right? We still have violence uh, that is motivated largely by hate mm-hmm. in our country today, right? Uh, we still have government policy, literally, and government outlook that still marginalizes entire ethnic groups yeah. in this country today, right? And so NYSE in its current form may not be the answer, right? Yeah. But the problem still exists. Now, it may not be of course, as close to the conclusion of a bloody civil war <laughs> as, as was the case, you know, Back you know, in, in 73. But in 2020, we still need something that promotes national integration in Nigeria today. You know, you know my so, thoughts are actually that NYSE should stay, but then before that, people should still be taught integration. Because the thing is, right. you can't just come and someone sure. has finished university already. So right. you get like in their twenties. Like, oh yeah, go go, just go out, go and you integrate. Because I've even heard right. stories of like primary employers, like people that are meant to employ you in whatever state you are posted to, mm. rejecting right. the people right. that come right. because of right. the tribe. So like it's not working. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so the thing with yeah, posting now is one of the reasons why NYC is not effective is, you know, and, and this, this story, what I'm about to say, there's, there's two sides to it, mm-hmm. right? So on the one hand, you're an Igbo guy or girl, you've never been to the North, you put in on the portal, you're posted to Zamfara, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you are from <laughs> Arochuku in Arochuku. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the only thing your parents know, and don't forget, you know, if you are at that age right now, your parents probably lived through the through Nigerian the war. Civil war. Yeah. Mm. So this thing is not distant history. It was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like what? How many years ago? 40 years ago. You get so those ethnic sentiments or those tribal sentiments arrive. I still so of there. course your parents would, would want to redeploy you somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Now that is coming at it from the ethnic angle. How about the economic opportunities? Mm. You go serve in Zanfara, you're present to one. What are your prospects? You understand? Because don't forget the import of NYC, what NYC wanted to promote was you move people around, they go start off their life effectively after mm-hmm. um, university. The hope is that some of them get retained. Will actually stay there. Yeah. Right? So encourage me. The only thing I know NYC has actually, that I would say has actually done effectively, Mm -hmm. right, in by its original design, is actually promoting inter-ethnic marriages. Mm. Camp love that oh, blossoms. Find love. That's true. true. I've oh, heard of that. Camp love. Do you, do you know my? I found love in camp. My theory. Oh. Wow. David, I thought you said you had babe at that point. What happened? But it sounds like a cheating opportunity. Now. So, so, yeah. so, yeah. so, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. David just hits himself. Go ahead. Hold on. Calm down. Let him talk. Calm down. I found love in camp. Right, mm-hmm. but of course, at the time I still had a babe. Mm-hmm. Right, so that did not; it didn't go anywhere as far as you know thriving. Now that let your girlfriend get so there was emotional cheating. <laughs> <laughs> no, my story is actually different. It wasn't emotional cheating. No, let That's me explain now. Calm down. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should be casting her this way, but she actually came on to me. Ah, mm. sure. do you understand? Yeah, Nigeria may right. be like, no, 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 no. come on, speak. right? You will, I believe David, I believe David. No, it's okay, I mean, it is what it is, whether you believe me or not. Is my story, right? None of you are there, so I will say my piece and allow you to do with it whatever, whatever you will, right? But my point, right? Let's focus, guys. My point is, you know, <laughs> my point is, there was a lot of that going on, yeah, right? Uh huh. So, you know, back to the point on people then walking your postings out and everything. So, and then, so on top of all of that, the ability to then walk your postings now also became hmm. an economic thing. It became a function of whether you had the means or not. To work your way. Do you understand? So that's the third factor. Let's now talk about the corruption in government. And because I'm of the opinion that, oh, if we want this thing to work here, yeah, nobody should redeploy. But of course, there's always going to be people who work in NYC who are ready to take some monies, you know, yeah. or, 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 or redeploy you on the back of a favor for somebody. I mean, look at my own case, right? My redeployment really happened on the back of my dad's influence. Oh, you got re- redeployed? Yes, I didn't, okay. I, not, I only did camp three weeks in Abia. I, I can oh. see that the, 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 com- the common line, the common so line between I'm, And I'm glad, and I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad that happened. Um, well, no, I'm, I'm trying to be light here. In, in context of this love thing I talked about, right? So I, I had to leave Abia and then, so there was no, had I stayed, there would have probably been issues, but we thank God for his intervention. Do you understand? We thank God Anyways. for grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so on the one hand, I've said, you know, people should not be able to rework their postings, but you can't really blame them. Look at Nigeria today. Yeah. Look at the propensity for violence in some parts of this country, mm-hmm. right? Look at the horrible stories. I mean, different stories of 
you know, even while I was in camp in Abia, couples who lost their lives during service. Yeah. You know, there was, there was a particular story about a raid into some shrine carried out by, I think, Nigerian police, you know, officers. You know, they, then they got there, they saw skulls, they saw uniforms of like NYSC coppers. So apparently coppers who had gone to some some state, right, had been abducted and then used for rituals, you know? So there's all of those things, you know? So when, when a parent says, no, I don't want you to go, yes, it's, it may be informed by that ethnic tension or that uh, uh, tribalism, you know, so mm-hmm. to say, but there are real reasons, there are real threats. You know, even in the administration of LYC, you are posted to some states, but your camp will be in another state because the state you are posted to cannot guarantee your safety in camp. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. So there are people who are posted, say, to like a Sokoto, for instance, right? But they will have to do their camp in maybe Kebi because of the security situation in Sokoto. Sokoto, yeah. So when they are now done with camp in Kebi, then they will be posted to PPAs, you know, primary position assignments in Sokoto because... Yeah. The NYSC chapter in Sokoto cannot, you know, it's a security risk to collect those kinds of people all together in the same place for three weeks. Nobody knows whether Boko Haram will come again. We'll come and back Oh, wow. That's, that's then, wild. Do you understand? So that's the reality of it. But, you know. Wait, sorry. Just to, like, I don't I don't want to cut you, but, like, um, just a yeah. quick question just for the listeners. Uh, if yeah. you can just explain the whole posting and working thing, because, like, you know, we, we keep saying, oh, you're posted to this date and then you have your PPA and all of that. So, right. uh, okay. like, anybody who ever knows, like, just explain that whole NYC experience. The so you process. get posted and then yeah. how many right. weeks and then do you work and how many weeks? How so months or years mm-hmm. yeah just like mm-hmm. that process just a quick okay. brief summary yeah, of that. yeah let me just run through through the process um so you're posted to camp camp is three weeks once you're done your mm-hmm. posting at camp you get a posting letter so what i mean by you're posted to camp is you're posted to a state right yeah. you go to orientation camp in that state for three weeks you do all these physical activities manual war you march you, <laughs> you march yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, avoid I, this. I big, I feel like that stuff is very interesting to me because it's like sea school. Yeah, like, I'm like, why? what does that <laughs> promote exactly? It was quite like, yeah. I mean, I understand the whole intercultural yeah, integration and all of that. What but is like, man war, yeah. I don't get I think, is it fitness? I think what I heard was that they said that they're also training the youth of Nigeria for a possible army. What? Army, you know, so because I mean, actually, you know what? If there's if there's yeah. unrest in a country, like they pull the the youth, right? So I mean, South Korea you know, you does know what? it too. I, I was going to say, yeah, like there are actually Israel, some countries that do like do that the whole too. thing where you go mm-hmm. serve for one year, you go to the one army and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's not just Nigeria. I'm actually a, a big fan of like marching as an as a physical activity. Mm? Mm-hmm. I've been marching since I was in primary Greenhouse. Wait, 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 sorry, greenhouse. sorry, just to confirm. I was in greenhouse. As far you I just stand house. up and you just start marching. No, I mean as part of like interhouse sports. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Right. There's actually mm-hmm. there's actually and I don't know if this is the thinking behind why it's such a big deal with NYC and all that kind of stuff. Right, but there's actually a lot of discipline with marching, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of um, unison emotion, the discipline that comes with maintaining that orderly fire, the culture of taking instruction and mm-hmm. responding immediately, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm probably I'm probably making it sound deeper than it actually is Has for <laughs> you know the intent behind it with NYC, but. I've actually never thought of it that way. Yeah, but I I really enjoyed marching. As a thing that I have a passion for, I actually recognize how 
it, it can promote you know discipline discipline i look at it more like a choreography thing <laughs> well, it's also that's part of it. interesting I mean, to watch. It's, yeah, it's yeah. also part of it. You know, choreography yeah. is still is still discipline. It is right like because practicing because to you have perfection. A, you have a, yes, you have to practice to perfection, and then you have to execute flawlessly. You get and 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 then there's all the whole razzmatazz around the whole you know Salute display the and all that kind of stuff. Exactly, <laughs> you know, slow match, quick match, mark time. Yeah. Uh, about ton. about ton. Ton. eyes 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 right oh yeah eyes right do you understand I think so, I was the only Agbaya in secondary school that marched to like SS2 because I really <laughs> really really enjoyed oh, I marched in SS2 too as well yeah in SS3 I don't think I marched in SS2 no SS3 is actually, actually you it's actually shameful because you're meant to be teaching them how to march right you're meant to right. be passing on the beta and not marching with anyway, them anyway so let's come back let's come back to yeah. the timelines three weeks in camp and then at the end of your three week orientation program you get a posting letter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that assigns you to a private to place either, of assignment. To either where uh, they want to put you or where they walked behind the back. No, no, no. So, no, IBK, before we even talk about, let's just go, go through okay, the process. Then, okay, sure. Okay. As it is, right? Private <laughs> sure. place of assignment. So, now don't forget, at this point, you've done three weeks close to a month. So, typically, right, between the end of camp and say another three, four weeks, you should have been accepted or sorted out, you know, your, your, your posting details. You know, you'd have gone to your private place of, place of private assignment, um, give handed over your posting letter from LYC. They would accept you or reject you. Um, you take that acceptance slip back to LYC and then it's confirmed or a rejection slip. You take a rejection slip back, they will post you again. Somewhere. But typically what then happens now is you take a rejection slip back. They'll tell you, oh yeah, do you have any place that you can send? Because government cannot think twice for you. You know, um, um, right. So you typically you lose two months to orientation camp and you know, sorting out your posting. Yeah. You know, so technically in your one year of youth service, you will see some between nine to 10 months of dedicated work at your place of primary assignment. Of course, one day every week is now set aside for um, CDS is what they used to call it. Community CDS development is what we used to call service. it. Community yeah. development. I don't get it. where you clean. Yeah, clean yes, the road. So you, you are assigned to. You don't have to clean. There are different. So what are you doing? There, there are different sex. Yeah. There are different was, groups that you can join. Right? Mm. So some yes, of them are there's cleaning. the sanitation CDS. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's I even was a sports CDS. I was there's a NAVDAC. You were what? Sorry, IBK? Gender and Sevicom. Like, what does that mean? So I feel like it was more so just teaching people like proper service in Nigeria like how to customer service like oh, um, I think it's oh. was set up by Obasanjo in his regime back then but apparently it was supposed to help people or like basically just set up to make Nigerians more conscious of proper customer which I think is needed we need like, we need it yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> we actually yeah, need it you're, you're begging them to do their job like the, like, yeah. the I don't know, like, it's very... Uh, one thing that stood out to me, like, just def- different service sectors in Nigeria, like, people don't know how to treat customers. Like, no. they just, yeah, the, yeah. the non-challenge <laughs> stands yeah. out. But yeah, so that was, like, my mm-hmm. sec then. You know, we did a little bit, bit of work. I've heard some but, people actually yeah. help out with, like, immunization and, like, all these schemes Yes, and there's stuff. also yes. the health uh, service come as well. The Damn. doctors usually in that a sign to that. Right. Yeah. I so guess one stuff is week. useful. No, NYC yeah, so is, I'm completely for it, but if it was executed right, properly, that's the, yeah. the only problem NYC has is execution. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like a lot and, of things in Nigeria, 
yeah and it's the just lawlessness a, it's, yeah and the lawlessness that yeah. has become a staple mm. in, in in the way that we conduct ourselves as citizens for, because don't for forget me, don't yeah. forget don't forget you know it's very it's very easy to say oh nigeria this nigeria that oh our government is bad corruption here they are not that of kind of stuff mm-hmm. fam take any number of Nigerians, take five Nigerians, take 20 Nigerians, take 200 Nigerians, take 2 million Nigerians, take 200 million Nigerians, mm. right? You will see the same trend as far trend. as, most of the times you will see the same trend as far as behavior, conduct, just approach to things. And so there's something about our collective consciousness, hmm. you know, that, that I think needs to change. You know, I mean, we're clamoring now. Everybody get your PVC 2023, all of that kind of stuff. But it goes beyond just that PVC. There's a there's a Nigerian mindset, mm-hmm. a Nigerian overhauled. psyche yeah. that needs to be overhauled. You know, otherwise the change that we hope to see will take even longer to come. You know, so so it's easy to say, oh, NYC is not effective and all of that kind of stuff. But I mean, it's even like, for example, like, I don't know if you know about those ghost corp servers that like, uh, like what happens is like they do the, they do the three weeks of, um, of camp. And then right. they just they ex they pay someone else. Okay, to go so I'm embarrassed because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, but, I was about, yeah, I was, I was literally about it. to yeah. say that when I was talking to Imama about this, and it's not even just you. It's so many people they're like telling me that you don't actually have to do this thing. Like and you can literally to. just come back for the camp, take three weeks off work, mm-hmm. and then pay like someone David to do it. Like David, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like it's like I actually wanted the experience because I do want that yeah. camp experience. Like you know how David was saying, "Oh, right, the ice cream village." To be very honest, I would like to do that, but well, I mean, it's just like when I like in the timeline of my life, I just ex- cannot see where that problem. fits, and yeah. that's why I was thinking about the whole ghost thing. But I don't know, man. <laughs> if we were economically, yeah, is sorry. is good. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, You're wait, the one no, that did the No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but I was just saying that like i think that it's a good experience and everything but if our economy was good like it would be attractive for people to come back and know that it's not like you're wasting a That's year the of your life issue, yeah. you know yeah NYSC. you know this thing you talked about right you know and and and, and you, you only need to do a contrast between what obtained when our parents were coppers mm-hmm. and what obtains today you know i know i know people who in fact, my mentor served with a particular bank in Nigeria while she was a copper and worked her entire career until retirement. Oh, wow. At the same place? At the same it's, it place. Works, it works for some people. She served. Yeah. Some people she, served like that, actually. she served. She finished service. She was retained. Yeah. Rose to the very top. Retired as a GM. Damn. Oh, wow. Mm. Right? It actually worked for um, the from so, NYSC. So, now so, we're here. So, uh, you know? and of course, you know, this, 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 she's, she's, how old is she? She's like 55, 56, probably. Damn, and like, she's retired? Ah, uh, yes, now. Okay, girl. She made us yeah, now. Yeah. You know? She made, she made, she made, GM. She made, you know? She made bank. She made bank. She made bank early. <laughs> right? She's running her own practice now. She's consulting now. I don't want to retire. The NYSC dream, right? right From NY, like just, what? Just, <laughs> that was what Yakubu Goan and, wanted. That's what he was yeah. thinking. They just go and yeah. go into retirement and and and, yeah. and be consultants. Yeah. Right. But that's not the case. Yeah. Today, mm. I mean, I have a younger sister who just finished last month or mm. two months. Yeah, last. Finished NYSC. Yeah, finished okay. NYSC. 
so I mean, I have four younger sisters, so the second, second. Oh, yes. damn! So this is this is a very yeah. uh, normal situation for David on this call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like <laughs> being surrounded I'm by girls. I'm very, I'm very comfortable here. Oh. It's it's true, that's why when I said men has come, he said, um, I've heard it's this. okay, it's okay. I've heard it before." Do <laughs> you get? Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, she doesn't have a job right now. Mm-hmm. I just had a conversation two days ago with my dad, and he's like, "Yeah, he's." We're trying to fix her up as it's customary for him, mm-hmm. you know. But of course, <laughs> wow, COVID dad. has dealt. COVID, oh no, my dad. Different is, cards, yeah, I mean, definitely. Has dealt a different uh, reality to everybody. Everybody, mm-hmm. really. Even private sector firms, even where I work now, we're not necessarily, you know, hiring like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's yeah. a bit tough right now. Oh yeah, Nigeria is in a recession. Yeah. 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 I think it's been second, second quarter yeah. of negative yeah. economic growth. Yeah. Back to back. So. Yeah. Great to see you. Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's the that's the timeline. And then once you've finished service and you've done your CDS every week, you know, for the yeah. 10 months or so, uh, there's also a passing out Not- party. Yeah, um, in the parade. Thank you for parade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, and then ah, they yes, present so. your certificate. Oh, so, so you yeah, match again. These people love this matching. Match I match it's not everybody that matches at the personal parade. <laughs> it's a let few. So obviously, with the matching thing. Do you know there was such a thing as matching in that parade? So here's the thing. There's a whole there's a whole setup around this whole matching thing. So every platoon, you are broken into platoons like you are in military school. True. You engage in activities oh, as a platoon. Yeah, I dance now. My platoon was assigned. Yeah. Actually, I think I think we should take this opportunity see, to talk about the NYSC. Yes, let's actually talk about. Yeah, I was going over. to ask because the amenities are the really big <laughs> thing that sca- it's mm, what scares mm-hmm. me. Like, can you imagine yes. going Funny. from constant electricity, yeah. good yeah. toilet, right. good bathroom? Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, to <laughs> I heard a story of somebody that sorry, what's the thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just going to say, um, I had a story of somebody that held their pool for the entire three weeks. But go ahead. No way. I don't, that's think, I don't think that's a true story. That's no, I'm like, maybe they lied, but like, I actually heard I that. Believe, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't believe that story. It's possible. Anyways, yeah. I did it in FA. So, <laughs> this is not glamorizing. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to be seen to be glamorizing so far ahead. But I loved my three weeks in camp. All these things you are saying are true. The amenities were terrible. You know, the toilets were bad. The food was. The food was bad, but for some reason I, I loved it. I don't, so I don't let me explain something to you. So you know, don't forget. Remember that. No, 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 no. Remember, I said I was looking forward to that adventure. adventure Remember, my, I wanted to come and suffer. Ahead. Not suffer, not suffer, but I, I, I looked forward to the discomfort of not having constant light, constant water. Good roads, oh, none of that, none of those things. Yeah. And then my father came and said, Oh, well, this is the plan for you. For, hey, let me even talk. So I got to camp, and the, the stories you've heard are true. Toilet was bad, kitchen nonsense, food bad. Do it was shots. different for me, my, my own experience. Yes, but don't, don't forget, own. don't forget, right? For me, I was looking for that adventure. Oh, yeah, so you wanted to I ride had, bicycle. I had a no. ball. I thoroughly. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time in camp. I enjoyed my time so much in camp that myself and a group of some other boys. So, so the, the thing is, when you are foreign trained, it's very easy. People will know. Mm. They look at you. They're and like, they want yeah, to this one be is, your friends. It's a butty boy. <laughs> Guy, people argued with me that I schooled. I went to. I'm coming from Canada. 
They say this one is too. Which one in Canada? They say the people are telling me. I'm sure there was a babe I was telling her. I had to show her my U of T ID card. Foreign trained. Wow. What do you mean? Foreign trained. You <laughs> because because there was I was so at home. It was I was so when the days when they served beans. Or, Those were your favorite days, Abby. Eba with egusi. Eba with egusi. I was with the boys that would go for seconds because people just come inside. The platoons, the platoons were the ones that cooked eat. at different times. Yes, yeah. at different yeah. times your platoon is assigned kitchen duty. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. People would not eat. A lot of people would go and eat at mami. Yeah, I, I, I never for, ate. So there was a lot of food. There was a I lot of food on days where they cook things like beans or they cook uh, pap with bread. Pap that was, those with are bread. the days that. Yeah. <laughs> I those didn't are the know days that, that they were serving. Those are the I'm days that me and some boys would oh. go for seconds. I had him. And you know what's funny? Because because I embraced everything about camp. I had people who would eat the food and like throw up and it would mess up their system and I never had any It was a issues. mental thing. It was a me- mental I never thing. had any issues. We wake up 4 a.m. just so that we go and shower. Mm-hmm. Or because of the line, we go and take our bath in the open field. Mm-hmm. Naked just right there. No. Do you understand? I was so happy. I'm like, God, is this life? You get but now no, this guy you really went there to suffer. That's funny. <laughs> no, he, he, he I, no, no, that's the thing. I didn't see it as suffering. No, I know, Let but like adventure like, material. No, I went there for okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, building I character. Went there, yeah. I went there for the experience. Yeah. I love the fact that, you know, I mean, the only and thing I, feel I like... did for myself for comfort was I like I used the dry cleaners. Like I didn't I didn't mm. really do my own. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like also like when you when you think about it from the point of view that it, this is just three weeks. It's not like a thing that yeah. happens mm-hmm. forever. Exactly. It's not like, you know that. Yeah. It's exactly. like you know that I yeah. can enjoy this experience and then go home to sanity exactly. in three exactly. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My own, my own experience my own experience was a little bit different. So like for for me, like right, like I I prepared for the worst. I was like, ah, this camp that they said I was reading bad <laughs> stories online. I was like, hey, I went to go and buy mobile toilet on Amazon. Like, no wait, way. What? I don't. What? Is that a thing? <laughs> Not like the plastic. There's there's something that you have like is like a it's like possible. a poncho, like a poncho almost. So like mm-hmm. they they have like a part where you wear and then like it covers eh? you. So you wait. You wait. <laughs> you wait. I literally prepared for all of this. I bought um dry shampoo, like just in case I cannot shower. Like oh. I literally prepared for the worst. And Did I that help there. the mobile to- toilet thing? I went to a boy in camp. Like, it was clean, no? Oh. We had cleaners that were stationed there. Like... I think it was a I new facility. Probably. <laughs> I did not need to use any of those things. Like, the toilets were okay. The bathroom was... What was, would have used a mobile, a mobile toilet? Yeah, like, like what I'm so is intrigued. that? <laughs> what is that? No, but, like, a puncher type, but you know. Another thing about camp, if you went to boarding school in Nigeria... You're ready for it? You're ready. You're ready. <laughs> and C-School. Unless, oh my gosh, unless, did you guys do C-School? Unless, nope. I've heard no. about it, I never did it. Yes. Unless you went to like, right. Unless you went to a bougie. Was it posh? What? Unless you went to a bougie secondary school like BIS, like in British, mm-hmm. Corona, all this kind of Jesus Christ. Do you understand? <laughs> Come for me. Calling me out. And was, was like, an opportunity to go back to, I mean, this is 2015, so six years back, right? To yeah. go back to secondary school it. Oh, and relieve that, yeah, that experience. Yeah. Wake up early, go and march, uh, you know, take instruction, F-A, go for F-A lectures, for fetch me, water, yeah, like, like, fetch wait, water, yeah. you know? 
that kind of stuff. So that's, did you that's, retain that's, your that's, friends from camp though? Ah, did I retain anybody? No, no, no. Hold on now. There's there are people who no, no. I beg. I, really? Because I, 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 the way you said it, you would think like, oh, you proper proper made friends and yeah, like, I know people make okay, like lifelong okay. friends from camp. So no, I mean, the there's some of them that are the, still on my Instagram. The problem was actually the people yeah. I was closest to in camp. Because I came in with so much energy, I was so at home. Mm-hmm. The people I, were, I was closest to in camp, they were Yahoo boys. <laughs> I, I'm screaming. I'm absolutely screaming. <laughs> they were Yahoo boys. Like, guys look at me and say, Ah, guys, see how your leg fresh. I know so you know school for this country. I say, Yes, mm-hmm. but no louder, my leg. No, just rougher. You understand? Like, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they look at your what leg and they say, Jesus Christ, is my leg yeah, yeah. so funny. <laughs> they look at your skin. They look at your skin. They see how fresh it is. And I'm. I'm I'm kind of light skin on my like on the lower extremities of my body because it's usually yes, because you've out. not suffered. It's just my face is dark. It's the darkest. My face is the darkest part of my body, right? So look at my leg. You're like, oh my guy, see as your skin fresh. I know you're not good for this guy. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff, you know. But I mean, camp. My birthday happened in camp. Do you understand? Oh, true. Yeah. We entered my market that day. We sc- I scattered the place. I was buying, I bought crates and crates and crates of Origin. We turned <laughs> one entire. I'm serious. That time Origin Brick was new in the market. Yeah. Origin the was origin not no not Origin yeah. bitters. Origin the the, the herbal beer. Yeah. The, no, five percent, six percent thereabouts. Okay. So okay. it was like Gordon's. It was their response to Gordon's pack, right? Mm. So I bought crates and it was so cheap. I think a crate was like one thousand two hundred. So like it was crazy. We scattered that whole place. Well, camp was something else. So I became when you say you prepared and you did all of these things, my own experience was so I had some money, but I didn't I wasn't balling, which is why I had to plug in. Let me now explain. My parents didn't give me money to go to camp. Not a naira, not a dime. My father sent crazy to camp. You know, and this is I guess is in line with his whole their whole character building thing. Right? So I had done an internship with an insurance company here in Lagos before I went off to camp. Again, my dad worked that for me. I think I was collecting 20k a month or something ridiculous like that, right? So, uh, so my father was like, "Hey, you be working, Abby?" I said, "Yes." He said, "They paid you." I said, "They are going to pay me." He said, "Okay, that's the money you use when you go to camp." He didn't ask me how much. He didn't want to know whether it was enough. Mm-hmm. He just said, "Okay, you will go." So the only thing they did was, I think they paid for my bus tickets. To go from Lagos to Abia, I went by road. To, to, wow! To, yeah, uh, I went fly? by road. I, wow! Fly care. I became no. You had the executive fly experience. I became said road. What is that? What is that? What is? Don't forget. <laughs> I mean, don't forget. I I wanted this. No, that far was, though. No, yeah, don't forget yeah. Because I th- I think for because me, eventually I, I went by road because Potter Ebony, Wait, how long right. is that trip from Lagos to I think Abia? I, I flew Potter Court and um, How many hours? Yeah. I mean, I left Lagos. We departed Aja 6 a.m. I got to... Well, Aja is not in Lagos. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Huh? <laughs> I yeah. said Aja is basically not in Lagos. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I live at, at, around, along that Lekki Ekbe corridor. Mm. Funny okay. enough. Funny enough, my family house in Lagos is in Abu Yaya. Sorry? That is... Yeah, Where that's that? like on the road like to a, a song chant. Oh, yeah, yeah. On oh, the road to <laughs> so 
Yeah, I. Egbert yeah. is not really in Lagos like that. And that's what that's what I'm trying to tell you now. So, <laughs> yeah, so, he said it's far. So, <laughs> to to even come from to to even get to Adja that day, I was coming back into Lagos from my house to then start the trip from Adja to. So I went from Adja to Oweri and then to Uma Uma here. Anyways, long story short. How many hours? I didn't actually get to camp until around like eight thirty p.m. What? That That's night. like a fourteen-hour trip. But that was because trip. no, 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 no. But no. the roads are bad. We got to. We arrived in Uma here like. Uma here. Oh, even uh, say it again. Uma here. Cool. Like Is that, that how right? to pronounce it? Yeah. What's the proper pronunciation? Uma here. Really? Uma here. So it's yeah. Abia, mm-hmm, yeah. well, I mean, like, so, like, I mean, not people, people, Abia, like, Umaya, Adama, yeah, people yeah. say, like, Abia, Umaya, Adama, but, like, it's because, like, you can't be saying, Umaya, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Umaya. Anyways, we got to Umaya around, like, 5, 5.30, but then there was a long wait before the NYC, so the um, Nigerian Christian Coppers Association what is Fellowship. That? NCCF. Okay, so here, there's, a, there's another big part of uh, NYC. There are a lot of groups in camp, uh-huh. a lot of religious groups. So there's the Nigerian Christian Coppers Fellowship. For three know, weeks? Dance. Okay. How are they yes, able to set that up for three weeks? It's, it's running and ongoing. There's old mm-hmm. set and new set. Don't forget that, yes, camp is three weeks, but majority of the people posted to a state will still serve in the state. Mm, and NCCF, Nigerian Christian Compass Fellowship, is not only located in camp. There's a camp chapter, but the engagement continues throughout the service the year. The time that you are here. There. So they have an ESCO, they have a president, they have reps, there's a secretary, all of that. There's an entire architecture, mm. right? You know, I'm also very passionate about, you know, associations and all these kind of things. Yeah. Right? So there's an entire, you know, architecture around the comings and goings of you know, things. So from year to year, there is a handover from ESCO to ESCO, right? So that body, that fellowship, then focuses on, of course, their camp outreach while there are people in camp. Don't forget that in any given year, there's like two to three different batches of coppers that come in and out of camp. You know, so some some people will go sometime in say maybe January or February. Some people will go again maybe in May. Some people will go again in October. Some people will go again in in November, December, that kind of stuff, right? So there's always people coming. So you see a lot of, I mean, this is for anybody who's looking to come back. You see a lot of groups like that, yeah. organizations, fellowships. You see a lot of uh, people coming to market, um, professional qualifications to you. I can, you know, they are telling you, okay, you know, yes, you are finished school. You need to start thinking about your career prospects. You need to start thinking about jobs. You need to start thinking about being suitable, you know, mm-hmm. for those opportunities that may exist out there. And one of the best ways for you to do that is to, of course, take certifications and all of that kind of stuff. You know, so all of all of that is in the mix. Mm. You know, that's very so, useful. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and can we talk about the uh, those boring sessions you used to have every was day? Was that literally put you lectures. in a room, no fun? Oh. Like, it was so ridiculous. What were the sessions? Wait, what were they teaching? It was, like, different I don't things. Even so recall. Like, there were, there were, no, no, no. So there were sessions about, um, you know, health and David safety. David really was actually listening. Yeah. About, <laughs> um, I, I said, now. I don't recall. David said, um, I, hold up, I recall. <laughs> so don't forget, I was looking for experience. And yeah. I was, see, I'm a high energy person, right? So when you drop me in a place like camp with like five, ten thousand people, 
I'm just going to make friends, and, which is, and the, the irony now today is that I don't really, so here's the thing, I still have all those contacts, mm-hmm. uh, from time to time we would talk, hey, hello, hi, you know, one of them actually like invited, me to, invited me to her wedding, but oh. I didn't go, yeah, so we just didn't necessarily, well, I didn't invest in maintaining contact with a lot of those people. There's one or two people who I still talk to to this day on a regular basis. Funny enough, my camp lover. The love right? of your life. We're still, <laughs> We're still in touch. She's actually in Canada right now. She's really wow. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. How the tables have turned. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow yes. David. Uh, right. Um, yeah. We actually spoke two, three days ago. But, yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. So I we're still, we're still very much Planning to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sooner rather than I mean, if I come back to Canada, we'll definitely reconnect. There's no, wink, there's no wink. question. Wow. Wait, quick question. I have yeah. a question about, so like, you know how you finished the whole three weeks and everything, then you mm-hmm. now start working. Can we just mm-hmm. quickly talk about the salary that you guys get paid from the government? Mm. So um, it was standard NYC allowance. 20, like, was what, was at the time 19,800. Oh, 21,5K. Okay. Who that should get What was the extra? What was the extra 2,000 from? <laughs> They've increased it though, like to minimum wage, which is like 30. Now it's 30. It's, no, it's above minimum wage now, it's 33 now. Wow. It was just, extra it was just done. Economy it was just done. It was What's just minimum done wage right now? I think it's 30. 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, you can buy a bag of rice for the month. <laughs> you can't even buy a bag of rice now. Bag Anymore, rice really? With all the inflation Fine. going on. The inflation is crazy. Mad, mad, mad. Yeah, the inflation is crazy. Man. Onions? You can't buy mm-hmm. You can't. Or more. Onions, Jesus. You see onions. <laughs> I cooked jollof rice uh, last weekend. In no onions today. No, I, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no, I thought it was that hard. Now. No, I'm saying Remember I went to buy onions. Remember when people were eating carrots to to make oh, jollof rice? Oh, that's true. That tomato, tomato shortage thing. Yeah. 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 I bought onions. They gave me two hundred naira onions. I wanted to cry. <laughs> I wanted to cry. It was ridiculous. Anyways, yeah. that's on the side. So the money it was nineteen eight at the time. So what typically happens is if you're fortunate, so if you, if you get posted to like a government agency, so that's the thing. There was a discrepancy between what coppers and government agencies got paid. Actually, there are three buckets from my experience. Coppers who went to just run of the new regular general government agencies were posted there. Coppers who were posted to private establishments and then coppers who were able to walk their postings to choice locations or choice destinations. Those choice so, destinations. I became you were a private that. one. So my story is a long story, but like, <laughs> um, essentially, so with the the primary assignment I got was like they put me. I mean, I'm sure these people saw by medical engineer and they're like, ah, where do we put this girl in a boy? They put me with the Ministry of Health. So um, I remember mm. speaking to my dad like, ah, where did they put? Me? I said Ministry of Health. My dad said, if you cannot get reposted to Lagos, just find your way to Canada. I'm not, I'm not doing any I ministry of health anywhere. I'm not doing any ministry so of health So is that anywhere. that reposting thing, is it legal? Or you, it's like uh, under the it's table? A, it's so. a backdoor thing. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a backdoor thing. And my dad, so, and my dad, my dad was like, he's not paying anybody to do it, but like he still had connections that he used. So he might not have paid, but like... Connections. IBK and I actually had a very privileged experience. It must be stated. Yeah. Right? Because... So there were people who had, there were official channels to seek redeployment. I did not, I didn't touch that. Touch that. Literally on the Monday we passed out, we passed out on a Monday. I can never forget. I just got a text message 
to say that my redeployment has been approved. I moved next day, I was in Abuja. And then in regards to my posting, again, my dad. Man, I've said my dad so many times in this call. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so I said in CBN, and that's a choice posting for anybody, you know, at the time. So pay for me was good because mm. I mean, didn't you I guys mean, used to get time, bonuses anyhow? Like really? in CBN, man, the money was the money was ridiculous. <laughs> really? Apart from apart from the nineteen eight, NYC paid me. CBN was paying me thirty two k for feeding allowance. Ah, another 20k can you imagine another 20k as monthly stipend so that was 52 oh wow, um, wow. so yeah that 52 plus that 19 we're already at 70 whatever uh-uh. and apart from dollars. That, wait he has not uh, finished apart from that <laughs> right um I, I served in hr for you know, i studied hr and politics remember mm-hmm. i mentioned so i served in hr we, we used to have recruitment exercises finders fee and as a copper in the recruitment office, I used to get seating allowance for uh-uh. every. What does that allowance? mean? Seating hey. allowance? What about standing? The rot, the rot in this country is deep. Me myself, I've enjoyed. I've eaten my. You've chopped like from the national, <laughs> national, <laughs> national, <laughs> national <laughs> cake. Divide national <laughs> cake. <laughs> I feel like right? I feel so like I listeners get... would listeners would be looking for David for is that. <laughs> <laughs> so sitting allowance and it all came in cash so that place is run like a cartel cash, oh, bro. cash. honestly Niger- like yeah. guys were we not saying that nigeria was a cartel the other day it is so every month as a copper i mean remember i was living at home my father was feeding me everything i was averaging like 100, 120k. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like David dollars. Like, David, David dollars. Rolling dollars. Rolling dollars. Mm-hmm. Rolling dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a ride. I had a ride to and from the office. <laughs> so I, I wasn't spending money on anything. So what Big will happen boy. is, you know, and I'll, I'll round off on this note. What will happen is, <laughs> I lived in a, a very big estate in Abuja at that time called Games Village. We had everything. There was a club within the estate. There was this lounge within the estate, different restaurants. It was ridiculous. I said what? Rolling. Very close to the National Stadium. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the evenings, and especially during weekends, I would call all my friends. We would go out to the lounge. I had this white jalabia. I still have it, actually, and I still wear it with a breast pocket. I love it. So I would, Honestly, anytime I, anytime you see me, as in, I Anytime I wear my white jalabia, anytime <laughs> you see me at Selavi, that's the name of the lounge. Mm-hmm. In my white jalabia, just check my breast, just check my breast pockets mm-hmm. to be There's fat money. because I've stuffed oh. cash oh. in there. We'll go and I'll go and spend money. Flex David was doing Abuja sugar daddy behavior. You know, you know. Flex, <laughs> flex, flex all my friends with, with the Nigerian loot, right? So I was a very benevolent thief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that 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 was my Nigeria is horrible. So even when I served. <laughs> It was it was enjoyment for me, but yeah, I still I kind of feel that my, like my 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 after was, experience was not that uh, you know it was not that glamorous extravagant. <laughs> no, it wasn't because. But was you were working for an oil company, no? No, no, no. Oil company was. I remember I said that I decided. Oh, you know, after that's that oil true. company so experience, what, I do not want that. Yeah, that was pre NYSC too. 
But I heard it was a multinational still. So the company I worked with eventually was not multinational, but it was like a a decent Mm. company. Like it was, uh, they they do medical devices in Nigeria, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And even the the experience of me like getting my post in there was another, is another story for another day. But um, I eventually got it. um, And I was working with the engineering department there. And um, it, w- it was quite interesting because I thought like my parents, like, you know, ah, you came, you know, JJC, they would try to, I, <laughs> they did not give me any car to use. I mean, I've never jumped bus before. I remember my mom, after a while of dropping me in the office a few weeks, she's like, sis, go find your way. <laughs> and I'm like, which way? She said, I'm over you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not a child anymore. You're not a child, you know. I mean, we didn't even plan for it to come anyway. So, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, for the so first time. So you started time, doing research. I started jumping bus. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's so. usually the solution to a lot of your stuff. You started doing research, research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I you know I jumped bus uh, for a while, and then there was actually a manual car that my dad gave me to use, but I didn't know. Well, then you like, can drive stick now. Yeah, so th- after some weeks of suffering, I Nigeria drove that really manual shows you car. Things. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I entered that manual car, and I drove. No, I still anyhow. I still drive sticks you know? to this day. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, okay. I mean, I it was died. really stressful. I think I might have that, that in Lagos. In common. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It was stressful learn. driving that in Lagos, though. Yeah. It was like, because four hours on the road, you come back um, home and it's like, you just didn't work out. We didn't shift yeah, clutch, hand, shift clutch. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Be clutching before everything. Yeah. But one of the things I really ch- cherish about my experience, like my working experience, because like um, the company, we, we had like different devices in different hospitals across the country. I know, but I was supposed to, I was particularly in Lagos. So I would have experience of going to different hospitals, you know, um, within Lagos. Like typically we'll go to three hospitals every day, mm-hmm. you know. So I would see like we'll go to the government hospitals, we'll go to the private hospitals because our devices were everywhere. And it was just interesting seeing that disparity. Like you go to the government hospital and you're just like, what is going on here like wow. I remember when every time I come home uh, after the day my mom would just be like if you can shower outside shower don't carry all the I am screaming <laughs> you know but I really ex- I really enjoyed the experience in that sense because at least you know when I get to the office we had like a driver that took us to the hospitals or whatever you know mm-hmm. so it was you know it was pretty chill you know we go there we do the fixing or whatever we come back you know uh, so like it was it was I mean I didn't I didn't I wasn't getting the Nigerian money like Talk David dollars. Yeah, what was your salary like? Yeah, what was it My like? My salary, I think so uh, on top of the tw- 19,005, I think I they were paying me about about 80k or something. That's still good money. <laughs> That's too Yeah, yeah add 20 then it becomes IBK. 100. We average What's your out, problem? We average out at the same thing now. Yeah, what are you talking about? Isn't it? It's yeah, basically the same even thing. though it's David was mine. taking Nigeria's roots, Nigeria's palliatives. My own was part of Mine was palliative part palliative money was part of Palliative money. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, actually, now that I think of it, I don't think it was that much, because I think I'm mixing up, because I, I got retained afterwards, by the way. So. Okay. Oh, so it was when you got retained that you were getting yeah, that money? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which was quite ridiculous too, right? So I think they were paying me about forty five fifty. So everything plus, uh, um, you know, NYC. So I became Naira. But guys, I think as guys, as we round up, I think it's also important to add this, right? And this part, this pay thing here is 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 an issue because mm-hmm. Nigerian employers actually exploit interns. Oh yeah, true. I've heard that. Coppers, Very true. In this regard. Very and true. I work in HR. I've done HR all of my professional life. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I served in HR. I work in HR today. We don't really pay coppers what they are worth. Yeah. Or we don't really pay coppers in a livable wage. And the argument oh, yeah. is always that uh, you are still dependent, you live with your parents, all of that kind of stuff. Government is still paying you. Yeah. Yeah, so, but like government is not government paying you a livable wage either. Well, how much is government, government, pay. government paying you, right? Government is barely paying you. I mean, when, when they were paying 19.8, minimum wage was 18,000, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, consistent with their, okay, just sprinkle a little more money on top of what is minimum wage. They've now raised mm-hmm. it to 33 when minimum wage is 30. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, what can that really do in, 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 yeah. in today's climate? Considering inflation right inflation, now that we're facing, I'm just, mm-hmm. just you can barely buy onions. It's just the reality of life. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, can't mm-hmm. buy a bag of onions now at this point. You There's know? so many even, problems. Even me in my house now, this onions thing is affecting me. <laughs> I, I have a tray in my kitchen where I used to just spread the onions and let breeze blow it. That tray is empty. It's empty. I don't even buy onions when I want to cook. Yeah. I buy onions per. I I per, I buy per the onions meal. per meal prep. Damn. Because no, <laughs> let me even tell you why. It's not because How much it's is not because now, it's not because actually. I can't buy my sister onions now. If you see this, <laughs> David the, has the, this the, stressy the, David. The <laughs> no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. If you see the tiny bulb, that thing is not about how much. Do you understand? It's about what they will Where sell to you from. as hundred naira onions that will that will wiki your spirits. It will demolish <laughs> your. I don't even know what to Appetite. how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get so the problem now is even in the market you can't find it it's scarce mm-hmm. mm, you get wow. that's why i can't i can't even have a tree anymore in fact i don't even want to have a tree before someone will come to my house and see a tree and come and rob, and me, still and rob me of my onions <laughs> it's actually good now you uh, uh, i think nigerians is start man. getting into onion powder <laughs> Maybe oh yeah that one day yeah, yeah but thank you so much Ivy K and David for joining us I feel like we thank definitely so we did done. not exhaust everything uh, for sure but no, there's no, no way to, to exhaust again. everything yeah, I want to do this yeah again. we can do part, part two, two. We go again. let's do part two so part in part two. two yeah we can talk about if you really got the experience that Nigeria said you should come and get and then two Ivy K what drove you to Canada back. <laughs> you yeah. really love this right. um, Nigeria and something was calling you, you even got retained by the company yeah, yeah. yeah right. exactly it should have been did they stop calling was. you <laughs> so yeah I mean, no I'm seriously still, let's still, do I'm, it they're still calling me Nigeria it's not see spiritual spirit that's calling you and then we There's need to know what happened with that boy exactly <laughs> that boy man what happened with that boy oh my gosh to be because you know me I've given people my up I've given you my own current day update of my NYSE. Yeah, but I became mm-hmm. don't know. So I became needs mm. to update us. Oh, David just admitted I was an affair. See, we already knew. Oh, I stopped it. it. I knew. Mm. See, as soon as I used the word, I knew you people will. We'll hold it on it. You see? Hold me on it. You know now, so what, you from the heart, there comes the Abby. What did see, they say? What's that? <laughs> hold on let me say something there are some things mm-hmm. i want to say about Finishing that remarks. set up but we have to be off the air we have to stop uh-huh. it we have to be sure so let's say goodbye to the guest <laughs> then we'll not get so we can get the gist 
<laughs> so thank you so much guys uh-huh, for joining exactly. us and um you. thank you we really thank appreciate you, the experience. really appreciate go- this experience looking forward to the second part this we literally have to make it happen there's so much for to sure. say about this no hap- yeah. it has to happen uh yeah and even david send questions they might have yes i was actually gonna ask yeah. like for people that actually want to move back and do this thing because i think a majority of right. our audience is in the diaspora so mm-hmm. yeah like if you have any right. questions at all we can definitely connect you guys and if you guys are willing to answer sure. those questions sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and david yeah. And it's even great that we have two yeah. views because we have like a view of somebody that was really Enjoyed for it, it. Yeah. and if you have somebody that did not eat any of the food so <laughs> yeah we definitely no, also I, have to I talk about that there. process of readjusting back to nigeria yes. generally because yes. yes. ibk came back but david sure. stayed so like what yeah. what does that look like mm-hmm. really idgb mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so so, so nyc part two i think we'll scope all of these things we'll scope all of that yeah, yeah. Yes. so thank you guys Move don't forget moving, sorry go ahead moving back to nigeria and what that is like and all of that kind of stuff exactly yeah. So before we go, is there anything you guys want to plug here? Yeah, so guys, I just released a single. It's mm-hmm. called Forever. It's my first one, my first official Ooh, single. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> I mean, if you if you follow, like my, my Instagram handle is ibk.inspires, but like you will see the journey I've been on for the past year plus. I've actually been challenging myself to like writing new music, um, you know, just for the fun of it. Um, every Almost every week. So I have like over 30 songs so far in that light. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I decided to like start off with an Afro sound. Um, and it was quite a challenge because I've never, uh, done or written an African or Afrobeat type song before. And when, I mean, you would think that, you know, with 30 songs I've written, you know, to come easy, but man, I just realized that Afrobeat music is an art. It's a different talent. It is. <laughs> you know, I wrote like four different versions of my verse. And, you know, some of it was me trying to put Yoruba, PG. It's no work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just sounding off. Some people were just like, girl, no, no, just stick to your English. So, I mean, after all of that process, you know, you guys get to listen to the the non-Pigeon, non-Yoruba version <laughs> <laughs> of the song. But yeah, it's on. Where can I, they I listen it's on to Spotify. it? Okay. It's on Spotify right now, iTunes, Apple Tunes, other platforms that will be available in like a few days. So just uh, type in forever, IBK Inspires. I you spell that? I-B-K-I-N-S-P-R-Z. I-B-K-I-N-S-P-R-Z. Love it. And David, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Right. So yeah, no, not at the moment. I've been steeped very deeply in this whole corporate life here in Nigeria. I haven't really... Still looting? No. Still But... What? Oh, he didn't hear. I'm not looting now. Calm down. Ah, calm down. No, but in the months to come, be sure to look out for a lot of stuff coming in. I'm going back to uh, my performing roots. Your performance um, roots, yeah. Yeah, David has that history. Between the first, yes, uh, my perform. I'm going back to my performance roots. I'm going to be writing again. Um, David, we have some projects, so Shane, we have some projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Q1, Q2 of 2021. I expect to this Q1 people are back. One or two <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, watch out for that. My Instagram, I guess, is where I would be utilizing as a platform. It's at Gladiator uh, Lomo. Gladiator underscore Lomo. Could you spell that? So there's a whole story behind that name. Gladiator underscore Lomo. Oh, Gladiator. Lomo. Okay. Yeah, she just Canadianized it. She's like, no, I've been hearing. I was hearing Adieto, like 
I did. I thought it was. It sounded almost Yoruba. No, I said it was gladiator. Oh, art gladiator. Okay, it's gladiator now. Is that not how we talk? No, I, I, I know it's now. I know it's now. No, I know it's now. Don't worry, don't worry. So yeah. at gladiator underscore Lamar is the handle. Okay. So yeah, follow us on at Africa Lipso Pod. Follow us at Africa Loop Support on Instagram and Twitter. Share your opinions wherever you, you listen to. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye.